that's like the first, it should be like the most basic step you do is to ask the universe for, but I just like, I don't know if I don't want to inconvenience the universe or whatever. I just never think I don't want to inconvenience. (laughs) I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners. Today on the podcast, we are talking to Britt and Tara of Elevate the Globe and I'm telling you right now, if you are in some sort of low vibrational energy today or just not feeling it, this episode is going to switch that all around. Do you know how you know it's a good episode? How? Because we didn't follow any questions. We, we didn't. Had. We didn't look That's at our phone once. That's the sign once. of a great episode. Yes. When <laughs> we don't have to look at the questions we we wrote out at all, it, it tells flowing. you we're in, yeah, we're in the zone and we're flowing with the podcast. I mean, if you guys follow Britt and Tar, you kind of know their vibe, but they're just so positive and they bring such like a wonderful intention to the world. And something that the world really needs right now is like Mm -hmm. positivity and high vibrational energy and really learning to tune into yourself and not grasp onto all of this negativity that's going on. And that's why I wanted to have them on the podcast so much is because I love following them for the guidelines that they put out there and their kundalini practices, their meditative practices. Um, It's just really great. And this whole podcast was wonderful. So before we get started, we have some Patreon shout outs. Yeah, we do. Um, thank you to Jackie, our hey, newest Jackie. Patreon. Thank you so much for donating. It yes. makes our hearts happy. So thank you to our current Patreons. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash wine and shine podcast. And you can give there for as low as $2 a month. Mm-hmm. It's very inexpensive and would be greatly appreciated and loved mm-hmm. by us. Yeah. There are silly expenses with this podcast business world. Even when you have the husbands <laughs> helping out. Yeah. They can only go so far. They can only go so far. <laughs> so every little bit really does make a difference and it helps us out a lot. So we love and appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, other news is we have some cool workshops coming up in April. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about this a little bit on my solo episode a couple episodes back, but I'm actually hosting a workshop at Namaste and Love on April 7th. And that's going to be at 11 a.m. And it's all about adrenal and digestive health and how to really live with the crazy of life. Um, But at the same time, calming our adrenals, learning practical tools to calm our body, ease our digestion, and really live our happiest, best lives. And then Liz and I are Yeah, we're hanging out at Lit Life Yoga with two of our past guests. We have Ashley Rector of Harness Magazine, and we have Julie Wino, who is a health coach here in Columbus. And we are doing a very cool yoga, journaling, meditative, releasing your podcast. May or may not be wine. Definitely have juice. Definitely have totes. Definitely have sweat. Definitely have giveaways. Definitely have merch. Yes. So please um, keep checking our Instagram for details on that. um, April 20th. Yep. April 20th. So um, you can get tickets to that if you're local, if you want to come from out of town. We'd love to have you. Yeah, we would. It's going to be so much fun. Um, So yeah, we have those two events coming up in April. And other than that, Liz, I don't know. keep on rolling. Keep on rolling. Let's just head into this episode. Sure. (laughs) 
Hey, Wine and Shiners. We are back with a new episode of the podcast. And today we are talking with Britt and Tara of Elevate the Globe. And we are really excited. We've actually been trying to plan this for a little while. And we finally were able to link up and get it to happen. So we're really excited to chat with you guys today. Thank Great. you. We are too. So for our listeners that have not run into you guys, or maybe they don't follow you on Instagram, can you give them a little bit of background about what you guys do and your platform, or even a little bit about each of you separately, if you'd like? Sure. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So this is Britt, and we are Elevate the Globe. So we're a spiritual lifestyle movement, and we're really all about high vibrational living, sustainability, and spirituality. And we really teach our lifestyle in so many different ways. But really, you know, we found through, um, you know, different challenges that we both went through this way of living that we practice and really live and breathe every day. And, you know, we're both Kundalini yoga and meditation instructors. So that's a big part of the lifestyle. We're both vegan. Um, We both do a lot of self-love and self-care, a lot of environmental sustainability practices, you know, non-toxic, holistic, no chemical living. Um, So it's really, you know, branched out into this whole lifestyle. And we really find that when you dive into one area of like spirituality and wellness, it just kind of has a domino effect. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens for us. You know, like I, my gateway drug, this is what Mm -hmm. we call it, mine was kundalini yoga. And you know, I found it during a breakup and it really changed my life. And then from there, you know, I just attracted all of this other information, all these other practices. And so it's really beautiful and we love sharing it. A little bit more about me. I am a mom to baby Everest. She's, she's so almost, yeah. cute. I love watching her on your stories, just like wob- <laughs> wobbling around. Thank you. Yeah, so she's almost two. And then my husband's Justin, and we live in El Segundo in Los Angeles. And um, yeah, I feel like just a little bit about me. Yeah. Yeah, and and this is Tara. And a little bit about me. Um, You know, actually, Britt and I have been friends since we were 12, maybe 13. We don't really know. (laughs) Yeah. But we met in ballet class and, you know, through a bunch of, you know, different, we, we actually were super close in high school and then went our separate ways for college and kind of came back together, started this whole journey. And it was, it was, you know, when I moved back to LA, it was kind of this opening I was having and I was releasing a lot of stuff. So, so anyway, that's, you know, Britt, Britt and I came together working through like being down John of God, and we had this crazy vision that we saw. And my entire life changed from that vision. And it's why we started working together because it showed us working together to elevate the globe. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I before that was in, um, I was a consultant and I've been working at ad agencies for my whole career. And I was really in the corporate life and I couldn't even really imagine being, but I didn't really want to be anymore. So, this whole kind of transformation happened. And, and so, you know, getting to more about me, this is kind of who I am today. Mm-hmm. Like I feel as though I'm actually, this is who I am, you know, this yeah. elevated lifestyle, this, this brand, this um, movement that we're creating. And, and I like live and breathe it. And it, 
you know, I live in Manhattan Beach. Um, oh, I, I love Manhattan Beach so much. I walked when I was in LA. I just walked around Manhattan Beach and I was like, Cody, I need to live here. <laughs> and I had that vision like three or four years ago. I was down in LA and I had, I knew I was going to live in Manhattan because I saw myself. I had a vision come through and it was me. And I was with, uh, it must have been my boyfriend or husband. You know, it was like somebody I was with and we were walking down the, the street holding hands and I was like, I think I'm going to live here. Uh, and it comes years from now because I could see myself. Like I had a vision. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful you know, community that we are starting to build even here in LA. So um, I don't have kids and I'm not married yet. And, um, <laughs> no, that's, that's it, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's so clear that you guys are all in with Elevate the Globe. Like it's from a viewer. Like I feel like I started following you guys as you got started. I can't even remember how I found you to be honest at this point, but I feel like I've been watching it grow and expand and it's so cool. And like now that you have the podcast and I was listening to the episode to, that you had recently put out and you guys were talking about like collaboration and how everybody that's kind of doing this work is starting to come together. It's like snowballing. It's just really fun to watch. Yes, I love it. Yeah, it has been snowballing. And, you know, but everything Britt and I do is very guided, like intuitively guided. Mm-hmm. So we every morning, we do eight-minute magic morning rituals, what we call it, and then, you know, some longer meditation with it. And we are just really connected every day. And so we're really taking inspired action and growing this as fast as possible mm-hmm. because I feel like the world really needs this. And we, we like to make it fun. Like, we like to make spirituality and and taking care of yourself and taking care of the planet fun and exciting. Um, and, and not necessarily where somebody has to have a tragedy that happens to themselves or their loved right. ones to kind of catapult into this, this state of being. So, but yeah, I feel like for us, everything has been expanding and it is all about collaboration, yeah. like you said. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. You feel that way too. But yeah, for us, you know, we were on Jordan, the Balanced Blondes yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm back and you know that was really amazing for us to connect to more people through her and now we've formed like such a great friendship with her mm-hmm. and so many people and just you know coming on your podcast and everything we're doing right now is really all about like teaching through example how important it is to collaborate and you know this is really the new Aquarian age it's all yes. about collaboration versus competition and really having that abundant mindset versus being in like the competitive jealousy lack mindset that yes. is really like low vibrational. So we were just talking yeah, about we were. We, like literally before yeah. this episode started, that was what we were talking about. I'm curious if you could explain for some of our listeners that might not be familiar with that law of vibration or even mm-hmm. like the law of attraction, like what is it that you believe in terms of vibration and how we can attract high vibes into our lives? Okay, so everything, you know, our, our belief is very much rooted in scientific proof that everything is vibrating. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're vibrating, everything is vibrating, that so we can play with our vibration. We can control the, the vibration that, you know, the frequency that we're vibrating at. So, you know, we use what we call, or what is called the emotional scale. And um, the emotional scale is a scale of all of the, uh, the spectrum of emotions. And every emotion has a vibrate a vibratory frequency. So, um, you know, that's kind of, we, we play with this, right? So at the very bottom is like fear. And then we go up to the lower emotions, like Brett was talking about the jealousy, 
jealousy is actually better than being fear, but it mm. still still doesn't have as much energy. Doesn't mean these things are bad. It just means it has less energy. Mm-hmm. So, but then you know we've got anger, and then we move up, and there's you know a ton of them um, in between, like what we'd call the middle of like boredom and contentment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's down is really you're going down the spiral, and from boredom up into the you know into the contentment, into the positive expectation, into the happiness, into the freedom, into the joy, all of that. Oh, that's yeah. on the in the love, yeah. yes, and that's on the upward scale. So. So we, we use it as a, a guiding tool every day because we're humans having, you know, we're spiritual beings having a human experience and our emotions are our GPS system. Yeah. So we can every day go, okay, I'm feeling like angry today. And why, like, why am I feeling that? I need to increase mm-hmm. my energy and figure out tools. I use my tools that I know to shift me up into the higher emotions because I don't want to attract anything. When we're sitting in those lower emotions and any emotion we're sitting in, that's where we're attracting from because we're now a vibratory match yeah, or whatever it is we're attracting. So if I'm sitting in fear and anger all the time, everything in my life that I'm attracting is going to be, everything's going to instill more fear, more anger, and I'm just going to, it's just going to compound. So, you know, in order to do that, like I said, you got to get, in order to get out of that, you have to have the tools to, mm-hmm to know how to move yourself out. And a lot of times I'll just tell people to return back to their breath as an immediate way to boost them out of the, of the lower emotions. And that doesn't mean that you can't, a lot of people will be like, you know, to, to fearful people. I don't know if you guys have ever had this or maybe you're not fearful. Maybe you're angry about something and somebody comes to you and is like, you know, like just, just try to feel happy. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're like, I can't right now. <laughs> Okay. Like I just need you to listen. You know, I don't want, I can't feel happy right now because it's literally so far down the scale that you can't jump from, you know, you can't just jump from, from fear to happiness. You have to go up the scale. That's so good to remember. It doesn't mean that you can't go fast. Mm -hmm. It just means that you have to work back up. So, you know, the breath immediately do a lot of healing breath work and that helps you move up the scale Mm. very quickly. It's like changing a channel, but for always says, where are you like tuning in? Yeah, so it's yeah. just like a radio or a television station. You literally, you know, cannot hear. Like, like if you're listening to Howard Stern, you're not hearing like coffee coffee shop or yeah. whatever that station is. So it's like you have to literally change the frequency to attract and to feel and to experience mm-hmm. different emotions and to attract emotions that, you know, are on a higher level frequency. So... It's all about being able to hold more energy in our bodies and in our auras because, you know, fear is like a hundred hertz. So that our emotions are measured in hertz because that's Mm. how our is measured. So like fear, for example, is a hundred. Which is like super easy, right? Mm -hmm. Love is 528. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all an energy scale. And Mm -hmm. so for our bodies and our auras to hold higher emotions, we have to create space. And that's what, you know, the breath does. That's what the Kundalini yoga does. That's what all of these like energetic practices do. They really like increase our capacity to hold more energy so that we can actually live in the higher vibration, unconditional on any circumstance outside of ourselves. It's Mm -hmm. really, it's really very different than like the happiness somebody might think that they're feeling from something happening know, outside of that, yeah. for example. Oh, that makes so much sense. I do have a question. So like, 
Okay, so I'm thinking in terms of mindfulness, like how do you know, you know, when we practice mindfulness, we take the time to acknowledge like where we're at currently and like identifying like this is the way I'm feeling. These are my emotions. I'm aware of them right now. How do you know when you need to turn the channel? Like, because I feel like it's important to acknowledge mindfulness and say like, here's why I'm at. Like maybe I'm in fear right now, but how do you know when you've sat in fear too long? Oh yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, it's all based on how you feel. So if you ever don't feel good, then what's really happening is you're out of alignment with your soul mm-hmm. or with your truth. So, so yeah, it's so important, obviously, to acknowledge that and to kind of just look at it. So we really want to be as aware as possible always and then just look at like where it's coming from. So really just ask yourself a question like, why am I feeling angry or why am I feeling this way? And then, you know, we can really process it pretty quickly most of the time, Mm -hmm. but everybody's different and every feeling is different. So Mm -hmm. if you're feeling grief from somebody passing away, then that's going to take a lot longer, most likely to process than if you're just like angry because somebody cut you off. So, you know, it's really just about using your intuition. And as you start to become more intuitive, more mindful, more aware, then you kind of just trust yourself Mm -hmm. more and more to know, like when you process something, when you've asked yourself the questions, when you're aware of the why, and then, you know, at that point, you'll be able to move through it. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. We always want to move through this stuff. We don't want to ever ignore it. Mm -hmm. Um, All about like feeling this stuff and moving through it up the scale. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you kind of just start to become more intuitive and start to know yourself more and more. And then as you use these tools, you kind of can release more and more as well. Like, you know, the Kundalini yoga meditation, all that, all of the the ancient practices that we do really help to Mm -hmm. release and clear and heal. Um, so, so it's a process in itself. It's not really linear at all. It's not. And when you, you know, there's a, a a negative emotion or negative thought that even comes up, it's like coming up for you to, to yes, acknowledge it, but it doesn't want to be with you. Yeah. It's like, okay, how can I kind of let this go or, or use it as a guide, right? Like this is our GPS system. I'm angry about something. Why am I angry? Mm -hmm. you know my husband doesn't feel like he's supporting me like well am I actually not supporting myself and that's why I'm angry at him like what is it like asking why 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 why? instead of like getting so swept because these lower emotions and all emotions can sweep right you can get swept to the high you can get swept to the low but it's being able to kind of consciously understand you know why or like why you're sitting in some of these emotions and just like Britt mentioned earlier about how your emotions, if you're feeling something not like you're not feeling good, it just means that you're not in alignment. Mm-hmm. It means that you took the wrong turn. But yeah, I think, you know, a lot of times from like the traditional talk therapy and like that kind of way of healing through things, people have the illusion that sometimes it has to, like you have to sit in the low vibration emotions for a certain amount of time. And we you know, like we've both been to talk therapy and we think that it absolutely can serve like beautiful purposes. And we know that it helps so many people. And it helps me a lot. 
Yeah, but at the same time, like, we think a lot of times people can like, dwell and tell themselves a story yeah. over and over again that does not serve the purpose of healing. Um, so, so we're really looking to, like, heal through things as fast as possible, but to honor, you know, the time needed to move through it, you know, yeah. whatever that amount of time is. I think that that's such a good point right there and honoring what you're feeling, but you don't have to stay there for very long. And I think it's interesting that we're doing this podcast recording right now because I feel like I need it. I needed that whole speech. Like I said, me and Liz were just talking about this. Mm -hmm. And I told her today, I'm like, I'm in a weird vibrational energy. And I have been since Saturday. And it's because I'm sometimes when I'm around people that have a lower energy, I'm, I like take it on and then it lives inside of me for, it's been living inside of me since Saturday. And so then I start, and then I've been fearful about all of these things that I'm planning on doing. All of this fear has started creeping in. Like you can even ask Cody. He's like, what, what's going on? Like, why are you so fear? Like, what are all these thoughts that are going through your head? I'm like, I don't know. So I did a meditation today, right before we came in. I told you I like Paulo Santo and all of that. And then I've had that moment of relief where I felt better. I was like, oh, okay, there it is. You know, like there's that true feeling. But then it kind of it started to go away. It's just like, that's the period of time I'm in. And so I wonder, it's like, do I need to just honor, like that's kind of where I'm at right now and question like, and, and live through it instead of be so frustrated. Like, I don't want, I don't want to be here right now. Like, I don't want to be feeling these fearful thoughts. And, you know, sometimes I get torn between living through it and then getting aggravated that I'm there, if that makes sense. No judgment, right. boo. Yeah, no judgment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, is it's, it's an easy thing to know when you know that you can control your emotions and that you can easily sit down and do what we would say, like three to five minutes of breath of fire and get out of like, literally, I, it feels like it's like a hot air balloon out to yeah. the you know, other higher frequencies. It's, it works really fast. But you, when you start to realize that, that you you can switch it mm-hmm. and you can walk the other way and that you don't have to believe all the stuff that your mind is telling you because you literally have like a thousand thoughts every blink of the eye and they all have a positive charge and they have a negative charge. If you don't like the thought that's happening, it's like choose another one, but you need to have the energy and the awareness that it's happening. So it's mm-hmm. good. It's good that you're in this place where you're even realizing that one, you just took on a bunch of people's energy because it means that your aura just needs to be a little bit strengthened and you need to be aware that you do that so that you can, you know, take some and maybe some protection yeah. practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're really like empathetic. It feels, mm-hmm. and you're, you're really like, right. You know, a lot of times when we're around lower of vibrational energies, it's, it's, you know, to be a real sage and to be somebody who is really uplifting humanity that's where you want to be. It's like you want to be the holding the higher vibration for people around you to help them, inspire them to come up to to the higher frequency that you're at. So, but for you, in order to do that, you know, you've got, got to have some of the protection. You got to you got to have some of the protection. So mm-hmm. you're you're not you know taking all their stuff onto. Yeah, that's not helpful. It's not helpful for them because you don't want you want to you know. I always talk about. Like when somebody's drowning in a pool, your best friend's drowning in a pool, you don't jump in with that, pull them out. And it's the same thing with energy. It's like, if somebody's really low, I don't want to take on all of their energy and come down there with them because now both of us can't get out of it. Right. That's so true. 
But, you know, we don't, if there is, you know, people that are in your life that are making you feel that way on the regular, then the question could come up, you know, if you want to be around those people as much, because it is important for us to be around people that we feel good around and that uplift us. And of course, you know, sometimes, yes, you'll, you'll have to be in situations where you do need to like be a sage and uplift you know, the whole room, but, you know, we shouldn't always feel like we have to do that. And we shouldn't always mm-hmm. feel like we're it's around, our job to like yeah. we're around people who yeah. are like bringing us down all mm-hmm. the time. So, you know, that's all about just it, like, if you have people around you that you feel like are pulling you down all the time, then you can just start to like attract and put the attention intention out there to attract people that are at a higher vibrational frequency And then that will give you, you know, guidance and inspired action to maybe change, you know, where you're hanging out, what workshops you're going to, whatever it may be. And then you kind of start to follow that. And that's how you manifest, Mm. you know, maybe like more high vibrational people around you. But when you're talking about the frustration, I think it's like a really cool opportunity, you know, whenever we're feeling frustration or whenever we're feeling, you know, the way that you described to look at at where that's coming from and look at that as an opportunity to evolve and grow and heal. And that's really how we try to look at, you know, all challenges are all low vibration emotions. It's like, well, what is this telling me? And why am I feeling this frustration? Mm-hmm. So, like, do you know where the frustration was coming from or did you have an idea? Of- oh, I absolutely know. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes I think when, you know how you said if, the people you're around are causing those feelings for you. You might not want to spend as much time around them. I think it's hard when it's your family because then, because you're so, you love them, right? But especially when you have two different mindsets on how you want to live your life. And so for me, they're really supportive of what I do, but they also do it in a different way. So they have, they are more fearful about things. And so when they talk to me, they sometimes put that fear inside of me. And then I start to go back to old ways. Whereas before, you know, being around Cody or Liz or when we're podcast recording with people and like you said, going to workshops and things, I feel all of this like positive energy and like, I'm going to go for it and I'm going to do all these things and it's going to be great and nothing can hold me back. And then all of a sudden I get in a situation where I feel like, oh, oh, well, maybe that would happen. Maybe, maybe you're they're right. right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you get I get stuck in it because I, I am so empathic. I just like grasp onto that energy for some reason. And I don't know if it's because it's family. And if it wasn't, I would just be like, Psh, you know, but. I actually knew it was family when I was saying it by the look you did. on your <laughs> yeah, I was like, I caught my, should I say that it's family or should I not? But yeah. I feel like everybody knows. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it it is hard, but the thing is a lot of us, you know, light workers or souls that are like here on this planet right now to really help other people evolve are put into families that are maybe, um, and this is not like a negative thing at all, you know, maybe like less evolved souls or Mm, maybe souls that are not for the purpose of really helping them to open up because, you know, sometimes they need somebody that's really close to them to pay attention. Mm. So when you look at it from that perspective, that can really help us sometimes to realize that like, 
you know, we were put in these families, we were put in these soul relationships here on the planet for certain purposes. And the best mm-hmm. thing we can really do is just be the light, like shine out our light, be the example. And what we found is over time, you know, the people, especially in our families, we never thought would like maybe come around or open up or make certain lifestyle changes actually do. And sometimes it takes a really long time, like years, (laughs) but we've seen it happen and it's really beautiful. And we think that sometimes it can be like the best service to actually maybe create some physical separation, but just be really like shining out your light through your example of what you're doing, what your life is looking like, you know, what type of things you're interacting with. And then they see that even if it's are. And, you know, sometimes those like points of separation or those periods of time where you have less interaction or physical contact can actually help to strengthen the relationship. So, yeah, and that's what I meant about you know, being like a sage, you know, being like holding the frequency and, and, and from a vibrational perspective, like Britt is talking about in that way, holding the frequency, you hold it and people will fight you and they will try to bring you down because it's uncomfortable for that. But, but it's also something that it's like them to look at, like, why am I so upset about this? Or why do I feel like I have to instill fear, you know, but that is something like, we just have to hold the frequency and, and then people do change. Like even my family has changed and I never thought they would, but I stopped trying to make them change and stopped trying Uh. to understand (laughs) and they come around. I go home, my mom plays mantras in the morning. All I got this sense that you both, like, I don't want to use the word psychic, but are more like intuitive and can maybe like, I don't want to say see, but you talked about visions and having like, just maybe like a a more future sense. I don't know the right word because all I can think of is psychic and that's not what I mean. I know you had a vision when you talked to Jordan on her podcast. I remember you talking about that. And then also, Tara, when we had our angel card reading, you had some visions there, which by the way, I'm scheduling another one after this session, after our call. But yeah, so Liz, I know what you're talking about. I just got, I could like kind of tell. Yeah. So Yeah, you know, for me, um, and we both do. Yeah, we, we oh, definitely cool. um, feel like it's grown even more so in the past couple of years. But, you know, for me, it's been something I've always kind of known was within me. Um, it's just kind of now, you know, like Britt was talking about, we've cleared so much of the stuff that was blocking sort of a higher channeled um, connection that that we are more pure in our energy. So we're able to really, you know, channel through um, lots of different messages. And Britt, Brick gets them. And of course, there's always more clearing and more, you know, expanding to do and all that. And I would like my seeing abilities to get even more clear than they are now. Um, cause I know they can be, I want to actually see stuff. I can see stuff in my third eye and I can, you know, it, it's a, like a veil almost will come over me and I can see other worlds, but it's through my third eye. Where Brit, Brit, you get yours different. You get yours like it's pinged messages. Right? Yeah. So like I get a lot of um, intuitive messages in different forms, really. I, um, you know, there's like many different forms of like psychic yes. abilities or intuitive abilities. And I get a lot of them in the form of like feeling. So I can like feel energy. I can really feel 
um, almost sometimes I can like go into somebody else's mind and understand how they're feeling in a situation that I'm in. She's also very much a water sign. So she's like, well, she is. She's, she's a cancer. So she's a feeler. Yes. I always, I'm the same way in that. And I'm also a teacher. And so I have these weird moments where I feel like the other person. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I... I feel your emotion. And that's, I think, what I was talking about with me being empathic. It happens mm-hmm. to me all the time. Like, I need to learn tools to block that because sometimes I don't, I feel what I don't want to feel. I get it when I watch movies. I'm like, mm-hmm. I am in this movie right now. Yeah. Like, I am the character. <laughs> like, real bad. <laughs> and you watch some pretty I do. I watch a lot of, like, depressing shows. So. Sad documentaries. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, yes. So, yeah, the thing is that, you know, every single person can develop their psychic abilities, develop our intuition. And all it's really about is in increasing our energy and really increasing our intuition. And that comes from a lot of meditation, like Tara was saying, a lot of clearing. You know, a lot of times we have our unconscious and our subconscious minds really filled to the brim with past experiences, traumas, old patterns, thoughts, memories, and that really clutters our ability to connect, connect and to see and to feel and to hear. Um, but we all as humans have this ability. You like, know, some yeah. people are born into it yes. with higher psychic abilities. And that's where you'll see like, you know, these like mediums that are like, um, doing this great work in the world. And then some people have like a tendency, um, towards, certain, you know, ways of connecting in the like psychic ability realm, but all of us can develop it and we've developed it more and more and we see it happening more and more. So like, we'll know something's going to happen before it does. We know somebody's going to cancel. We have feelings that come to us that show us certain things and we just are learning more and more to be guided by our emotions, by the messages that we receive, by the feelings that we have and it just really guides us more and yes. more. So just start to trust it more well, and more. And, and like it, it happened for me in different ways too. Like I actually started out where I felt it on my body. I it was weird. I I developed a sense of listening so strongly that I could feel when it was a yes answer or a no answer from the universe. If I asked a question, my left side of my body was was a no answer. My right side of my body was a yes. So if I felt more energy on one side or the other, I knew that was the way to go. So I started out with really feeling and then it's turned into more visions with my third eye. So, and, and my, my clear audience is starting to open up now too. So, you know, it's just all the pathways open and it's like, just wherever you are, like start paying closer attention to how you're receiving messages and just amplify it, ask for more, pay attention more. I would literally like, I'd practice every day because I was kind of obsessed with it because it was so cool for me to learn. How is my body? Ooh, like I'm going to ask this and then I'm going to test it and see if it was right. And a lot, and I would get a lot of like yeses that it was right. And sometimes it would be no, if you're like, okay, well, how did that feel in my body when I got that message? And that means to know, you know, like you just start playing with your own. I have a question now. Yeah. So when you start, because I've been doing the same thing and I sometimes don't know, how do you know if it's like an intuitive hit or how do you know if you're making it up? 
So you just start to, you start to trust more and more and you just honestly start to know, but the Kundalini um, yoga and meditation really helps like Mm -hmm. develop intuition fast. And it's just like an awareness thing. Honestly, the more and more you clear out your mind, the more and more you'll know. But the first, you know, feeling that you have is always normally right. Typically we just second guess ourselves. But the more that you trust it, so say you hear a message and you're like, is that me or is that something else? Yeah. It's something else usually. Mm-hmm. It's something else. Mm-hmm. It's like your higher self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you, if you like trust it and follow it, or for example, if it's telling you something and then it happens and you realize that, you know, that wasn't you, that was something, somebody else, your higher self, an angel, a guide, whatever mm-hmm. it was then you trust it more the next time. And then, you know, you'll start to realize like where it's coming from even. So, and also your ego is always going to tell you that wasn't correct. Your ego is going to be the negative voice in your mind. It's like, no, no, it's always going to tell you, no, you're not good enough. Or this is too like scary. Don't do it. It's always going to try to keep you very safe Mm -hmm. because that's its job. And we love it for that reason, that it's the job of the protector, it protects you, but you can learn what the tone of voice is of the ego and what the tone of voice is when you get a message and where, you know, what the feeling is. When I was going to say it. it feels different. I think that's the thing. Like yeah. Liz, I don't know if this happens to you. You remember how I told you about the number thing? I'm curious your thoughts 11? on the numbers. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not joking. Number. I see 1111, 11, two. 222, 333. Like the other day I saw like 222 and then I saw 222 again. And then it's like the repeated numbers pop up all the time. And I'm like, see, am I just now looking for them? Are they really popping up? Or this other thing happens to me a lot where my whole body will just get like chills or I'll be talking about something and then my body just like gets this chill. And then I'm like, ooh, like I need to listen to that. Or I like that happened in my body for a reason. So that's the second thing. Then I used to see like two birds all the time. And I was like, every time I see these two birds, I feel like I need to pause and think about what's happening or what was I just thinking about? Like, am I supposed to be downloading a message at this time? And these things keep happening. I think it's really cool. But then also the ego creeps in and it's like, you're just making that up, you know? Yeah. And the ego is normally associated with the fear. Yeah. So that can be, you know, something to look at. Like, is there fear associated with this? Like, how does this feel? Does it fear, feel fearful? And then the soul is, you know, a lot of times connected to the love and always connected to the love, really. So, And a lot of times it's not going to sound logical, your soul. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. ego will always want to keep you in the logic. It will always want to keep you because logic is, is helpful on this 3D plane to keep you safe. And, and that's the ego's job again, is to keep you safe. And, and there are times where we need it. We really need the ego to keep us safe in a situation. But most of the time, it, we just like to say, appreciate you, but you need to quiet down now. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I appreciate you trying to help, but like, I got this. Don't worry about it. You know, that ego is incredibly strong though. And a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It feels so much better when you're not living in it though. Like that's the thing that teaches you, right? It's like, I feel so much better. My life flows so much better when I'm not in that space or when I choose to not listen to my ego. Cause when you do for a few days, it's like, you can feel it in your body. It's like this heavy tense. weight. Yeah. yeah. Tense. Yeah. Yeah. But the <laughs> fact, you know, that you're seeing all of the angel numbers and that you're feeling the chills and you're seeing symbols and signs is just 
confirmation that you're on the right path, you're opening up, your awareness, your intuition is growing and heightening. And so it's just about continuing to pay attention Mm -hmm. and just notice them and just, you know, asking, like it can be really simple. Um, you know, for the angel numbers, there are specific meetings for like repeating number sequences. Mm -hmm. And just if you see numbers, um, in sequence over and over again, Mm -hmm. and you know, it's as easy as like asking the universe for, to tell you really like what the message was or to intuitively help you. Or online, like we always Google, we said this today on the live, you can Google the number sequence. So for example, 111. And then we always like Joanne Scribe. She has like a full database on her website and it tells you the meanings of every single angel number. And it's really just a way for the other side to communicate with us. Hmm. So, so yeah, it's something to pay attention to. And if you see it multiple times, then they're really trying to get you to pay attention and listen. Yeah. I think with you, Nina, I feel like um, what's happening is is it's just a, you keep seeing this stuff because you're being called to, to raise your awareness and expand mm-hmm. your awareness and pay attention every day and just have fun. Yeah. It's like, yes. You know, even if you go in the roller coaster of the emotions for a little bit, it's like you're learning through it. You're already very mindful of what's happening. So it's like, cool. Now, now universe, help me find a tool that can get me out of this mm-hmm. or that can and then get excited about how they're going to lead you to find the tool. Yeah. You know, the information that you need. It's like, you're good. Yeah. Like, ask and have fun and go, um, surprise me. Show me what you got. Yeah. That's so like, it's so obvious, but I've never, I never ask. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like the first, it should be like the most basic step you do is to ask the universe for but I just like, I don't know if I don't want to inconvenience the universe or whatever. I just never think, I think it's just supposed to, it's just supposed to talk to me like, and I'm just here to listen. But have I've, you read Gabby Bernstein's book? The universe part of it. Cause I feel like after I read that book, that's when I decided to ask. That's when I started testing was after I read the universe has your back. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to ask. Or I started doing the like help me change my perception on this. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk to the universe and ask them things. Like, why not? <laughs> Can't hurt. Right. Yeah. And that's A Course in Miracles teaching. And A Course in Miracles is a metaphysical text. And yeah. it is incredible for changing your mindset, for giving you those tools. And there's a lot of different things that you can ask. Like that one's a great one. And then the other one is like, where would you have me go? What would you have me say? What would you have me do like questions like that. You can say all the time to just keep you in connection, keep you guided. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is just that simple. And sometimes our minds can really complicate things, but you know, I get messages from my mom who's on the other side all the time. And she really always tells me and wants me to share with other people that everybody has the capacity to connect with people who have passed that we're here. We had connection with or just people on the other side. Everybody has the capacity to do so. All you have to do is be open and ask and really like create the time and space to have a couple minutes to create that connection. But it's available for all of us. Yeah, and a lot of people we hear get really frustrated that things aren't happening to them fast enough, that they can't sit down in meditation, so meditation isn't for them. And, and really, it's, it's because... You know, we all have so much 
junk happening in our minds. It's like, you know, how can you really have that spiritual deep connection that you're so yearning for when you're literally like your house, your head is like a, you know, episode of hoarders. Yeah, right. That makes so much sense. It's like, oh, I can't be here. It's full of too much stuff. So, you know, that like it is available to everyone, but it's also just easier when you start to move through some of this stuff and like get it out of your mind, get it out of there. Things, old memories you don't need. And and it can start with just like a couple minutes in the morning, like Britt is mentioning. Like it just has to be a couple minutes a day because you do it every day and it adds up and you look back and it might be a slow burn for you. You know, it's like a slow thing, but you look back three months later and you're going, oh my gosh, so much has changed. Then you look six months later and you're going, oh my gosh, literally just three minutes a day is like changing my whole life. Mm -hmm. And and then you go, I need more of that because I want more of that. And then you go to 10 minutes and then more things happen. And it's like, oh my God, I didn't know that I could feel this amazing. Now you're clearing the space and now you can sit there for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes and be quiet. And it goes, you know, it goes by. And then now you have the space to download all the messages you want and all the guidance you need. And then it's just, you just got to start somewhere. Like we always talk about Yogi Bhajan who brought Kundalini Yoga to the West. One of his sutras for the Aquarian age, which we're in now is just start and the pressure will be off. Mm-hmm. So if you need to meditate and you want to just start, even if it's a minute, like just start and, and tell yourself all the things that you love about yourself for the day. Tell yourself how much you're grateful for that you have 10 toes, 10 fingers, that you have two legs that you can walk on, that you have rugs in your house. I don't know. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that you have food in your refrigerator and be like, thank you. Like, oh my God, I want more of that. And just breathe. Yeah. Like just breathe. That simple as just sitting up in your bed, not even on a mat and just closing your eyes and taking super long, deep breaths you know, setting your timer on your phone for one minute, maybe to start and then three minutes, but it really does create this space and it just expands. And so you'll want to do it more and it'll get easier. And once you start to see the results and the changes in your mind and how you feel, then it's really something that you look forward to. Yeah. And like even playing like a nice piece of music in the morning, right when you wake up, sitting there just breathing long and deep like that's all it needs to be mm-hmm. it like completely switches it switches your vibration like immediately I yeah. just like being a little cheesy right now so yeah, do it the <laughs> this is like the third time or fourth time today that the word start has like Ooh. popped up in like mm-hmm. in one day like it's been like my, so I used to say that, that I'd have like themes of the day. Yeah. Like I said that when I was young, where like all day it'd be Maybe like. Maybe those were all your intuitive hits. must have been. And as a kid, I was like not paying attention, but like. I love that. My theme of the day today was the word start. And it was just, it, when you said like, just start, I was like, oh my God, again. Yeah. And so, you. I know. Have rec- I need to. I have know. recently. Started starting. Have started starting. <laughs> so. Yeah. See? Yes. Yes. I mean, the thing, and we spend so much time and energy, like ruminating over, God, I got to do that. I got, it's like you spend, you know, I have, for example, even I still do it. Like yesterday with, let's just use a simple example of the gym. I needed to go all day. I kept putting it off, putting it off. I spent so much energy deciding every hour that I was putting it off that the whole day went by and I was not that productive because I spent so much energy putting something off that I really wanted to do, but I just was like, I feel like they don't want it. I don't really want to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Right. You just spin and spin and it's such a 
a waste of energy and it's not necessary. And a lot, a lot of us do that with so many things. And it's like just starting mm-hmm. and see where it takes you. And if you don't like the path it takes you, then start something Stop. else. Yeah. But at least and that's <laughs> expending energy on saying, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I even do it. Like Brett was like, you've been saying you're going to get your car washed for a few weeks. Like, <laughs> like we do these things. It's so silly. Yeah. So I think like when you hear a word like that over and over again, that is, you know, messages. And so they're trying to really like get something to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's the same with the angel numbers. It's the same with everything, but it's yeah. awesome that like you paid attention to it and it's like, you're noticing it. And that is the thing is that a lot of times all we really do need to do is start mm-hmm. and the pressure will be off. The pressure will be <laughs> off. And a lot of times we do build something up in our head as like this meditation thing. Like it's going to be this, like you can literally start meditating in the amount of time that you said the sentence. To yeah. Meditate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good point. It can be so little, like, it, like you said, it, a lot of times I think people are afraid of meditating or even like I was nervous the first time I went to Kundalini yoga. I don't know why. It was just a different experience for me. I was but glad it, you warned me because you're like, it's a little different than regular yoga. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. But I, I did appreciate the warning because I would have been like, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. But then like once you start it, like you said, all of a sudden it's you start craving more of it. And then once you get that feeling, I don't know how to describe the feeling. It's like kind of like this freeing, calm, like the thoughts start to fade away feeling. It's like, oh my gosh, I want to live in that, you know? And then and you want to keep bringing it back. And I think that's just such a good point. Like just start or just try it for a little bit. And then before you know it, months go by and you're then living in that feeling more often. And that's such a good, right. I don't know, just a good way to put it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people too that will get really, and, and I feel like I felt this before too. Like, you know, you want to start and then you start and then you miss a couple days and then you feel bad because you missed a couple days. Mm-hmm. Now you're a failure at meditating because you just can't do it every day. And it's like, no, no, no. It's fine. You started. Yeah. But you can't do it every day for the beginning, but maybe you do it a couple times a week and you just, you know, are happy with that. And, you know, it's like no guilt around these new things that you're trying to do. It's like you're trying and that's all that matters is yeah. like, you know, you're trying to move and do something different. And it, it, it doesn't just immediately go for a lot of people. Like I'm going to meditate. And now I'm this meditator that meditates every day. It's like some people don't, don't react that way to things. Some people do, but it's like, there's no, there's no counting days. There's no getting down on yourself because you didn't do it. It's like, it's an, it's a thing that's supposed to help you move into new directions. A little bit is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And we really like to have the mindset of looking at like how far we've come and being really proud of ourselves for what we did do versus dwelling upon what we didn't do or how often we didn't meditate. So when you start to cultivate that mindset more and more, it becomes easier to, you know, not go into the guilt, Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, it is hard to one, make any commitment and two have the consistency. Mm -hmm. So some people, you know, have an easier time committing an easier time with consistency, but the more that you do it, really the easier that it gets because you start to build some momentum behind it. So, you know, like for me, when I first started in teacher training, it's like a nine month program (laughs) and there's a Kriya, um, which for me, it was about like 45 minutes. And mine was the Kriya for elevation because in Kundalini, there's like thousands of Kriyas and meditations that 
affect your cells and your mind and your energy in different ways. So that was the one that I did for 40 days. And if you skipped a day, you had to start off at day one again. And you had to complete the 40 days to become a certified instructor. So I messed up and did not do it 11 times and had to start off at day one again. 11 times. She goes times. And it was really, really hard for me to get that commitment. And, you know, it it's easier if you start off with like five minutes a day. You know, I kind of went from like zero to 100, which mm-hmm. is kind of reality, but, but mine is not, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so, so we do recommend like starting off with less time. But anyways, you know, the point is that it takes time, but if you stick with something and if you do really commit to something and if you're committed to getting to a consistent place, even if it takes you a really long time to get there, then you absolutely will see the benefits. Like anybody that does not see the benefits of, you know, meditation and specifically Kundalini, you know, doesn't have the commitment, doesn't have the consistency. But if you're always working to get there, then you're really going to start the momentum. You're going to start to see changes. You're going you to have know. more, yeah. you know, motivation and inspiration to do it the next day. Mm-hmm. So you just will, like, you just will see all of that happen. And, and that's just all there is to it. It's mm-hmm. like, it will work on you. It's the energy thing. I mean, yeah. if you're putting out all of this positive energy and you have positive intentions, it attracts that back to you. So there's no way that you can't see all of these wonderful changes when you're diving into these practices. For our listeners that like, obviously are very excited to learn more about all this awesome stuff you're talking about. Like, tell us about like Bali. Tell us about some of the stuff you've got going on. You guys have a Like there's a lot going on. There's meetups. There's all sorts of stuff. (laughs) We do. We have a ton going on. And um, I guess I'll start with some of the programs that we have. We have a membership community and it's called the 528 Academy. And 528 is the frequency of love mm-hmm. and hearts. So um, this academy, it's a membership community of about like we're about 200 people right now oh and growing God. every day. And it's everything's based on astrology. So every month we have a curated meditation. We have a curated book. We have So it's like a book club, basically. Mm-hmm. And we have um, recipe. a recipe that follows the Ayurvedic seasons. And we also have a challenge that we're doing tons of resources, archived videos, everything's there. And it all follows the astrology of the month. So so it's very much aligned. Everything Britt and I do is we follow the astrology because it's the blueprint of the energy that's available to us on the planet. So we follow it. And so that's, you know, 520 Academy. You can go find us at um, elevatetheglobe.com forward slash 520 Academy and check everything out there. We're also, and we're doing um, quarterly live Kundalini classes in the 520 Academy too. Yes. And then we're on Instagram at Elevate the Globe. And that's probably the easiest place to find us. We post a lot there. We do a lot of stories and lives. Yeah. And then on March 19th, we're starting a free live five-day Razor Vibration Challenge. So we're starting that soon and that's going to be amazing. And then we'll be doing it on our Instagram and in our Facebook group. And the Facebook group is called the Elevate the Globe Spiritual Warriors. Yeah. So that's our free Facebook community for everyone to join anytime. And we're really active in there with our community. And then we have an eight-week program, Rise Up, which we're launching soon, which is really a full course in high vibrational living. It's a full 
chakra balancing. Each week we're focusing on a different topic and spiritual lesson and a different kundalini yoga class based on the chakras, moving from the root chakra all the way up and really touching on all aspects of living a high vibrational lifestyle. So that's amazing. But yeah, we're doing so much. We do have meetings. Um, we're doing a retreat this summer in Bali, like you said, and we have a podcast. Yeah. 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 And you guys have one too. And it's awesome. And you can get all of this inspiration from you guys every single week. Yes. 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 Our podcast is called The Elevator and we literally go up into the ethers every week. <laughs> I, I felt it. so good listening to your latest episode. I'm telling you, I, I listened to it and it was like bringing me out of my funk. And then we had this podcast recording and I already feel Nina like is funkless. completely different than how I walked into this recording. I feel so much like brighter and lighter. And this has been really amazing. I'm so glad we got to talk. Yeah, This is but thank you so yes. much for having of us. Course. We love what you guys are doing. Thanks. And we're so happy on your podcast. Yeah, we were so happy to have you. All right. Well, a big thank you again to Britton Tar for this episode. I know when we started, we had like some technical difficulties and I was feeling like kind of stressed mm-hmm. and in a funk. Same. And talk about people that will raise your vibration and have you feeling good. Like they are two just wonderful souls that really, I think, shined a light on why we should be grateful and happy and how we can and do And they're that. just doing so much good work in this world. And you you just look so like, they're just doing so much good work. I just believe it. I really do. And <laughs> they I are. Love, and but you are just like way, way. I think it's the like empathy emotion yeah. that you have going on right now. <laughs> I'm just feeling all of the feels. <laughs> and every time I meet somebody that I just, I, I get what they're doing. I just want more of it. I don't know. Well, there's plenty of more ways, as they indicated in the yep. episode, to get more of Elevate the Globe. Um, their Elevator podcast is really, really awesome. Um, and they mentioned all the cool programs they have, lots of benefits. So mm-hmm. please check them out um, and give them your support. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. And we can't wait to chat with you at next week's episode. Before we head off, if you want to give us a little love, head on over to iTunes and you can rate and review the podcast. Having the reviews there really do help us so that people can see what we're all about. And follow us on Instagram. We are at Wine and Shine Podcast. You can also find us on our personal Instagrams at Nourished with Nina and at Elizabeth.Garster. It's <laughs> just <laughs> Elizabeth Garster, but... The dot makes it like special. So if you, just, throw, if you want to throw it in there, you won't find me. It's but. just at Elizabeth Garster. Yep, just at Elizabeth Garster. And guys, follow her because she's starting. She's starting. I'm starting. I have, something new. I have news coming in the next, probably a few episodes I'll announce it. So give her a follow. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks as always. And we will chat next week. See you guys later.